Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota of Brookhaven has been voted best new car dealership in Southwest Mississippi four years in a row. Come see the difference. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota of Brookhaven, we deliver. Howdy, howdy. It's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to Middays with Gerard. Will East filling in for the vacationing of Rhino today on this, as Rhino would say, Friday, y'all. Will, what's going on? Well, Rhino, actually I filled in for him a little bit yesterday because yeah. his back. Uh-oh. What he, happened? He looked like a... Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of a, a character from a movie, but he looked like an old man walking in. He had a cane. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. He had a cane when he walked in. I kid you not. Hunchback of Notre Dame? He sat here, <laughs> and he said, man, my, he says, I, I, I'm dying. I'm dying. And I said, what did you do to your back? He says, I guess I slept wrong. Yeah, that can happen. The back is just, I was telling Dave Hughes this yesterday, it's just one of those weird things where occasionally something will happen, and it changes your whole life. Definitely does. Uh, as you n- noticed when you walked in this morning, I have a little a little elbow wrap on. I took it off for a second because it starts bothering. So I have bursitis in my elbow, which is like a pocket of fluid right under my elbow. And went to the doctor to see about it, and the, the typical uh, remedy is to, to drain the fluid on the elbow. But my good friend, uh, the doctor, said, no, we don't do that anymore, too high a risk of infection. So he recommended a regimen that consists of taking an anti-inflammatory prescription, and alternating heat and cold, and then wearing this wrap as well from, like, the time I hit the floor in the morning to the time I go to bed. So I'm going to put it and back you, on. And you got it because you hit it? Yeah, I I remember hitting it fairly hard on a door, just wasn't paying attention, and bumped the, I guess what you would uh, call in slang language, the funny bone, and it hurt. I mean, it did, did sting pretty good. And so I've sent it to football game this past weekend, and, and my daughter said, Dad, what's that on your arm? <laughs> I didn't even know. So good news is it doesn't hurt. It's no pain. doesn't restrict my motion. It just looks kind of funny. And I could tell it was all fluid. Of course, nowadays, 
you can do a lot of your own diagnostics because everything is out there on the internet, right? So yeah. you just Google, you know, fluid on the elbow, and it up pops all this discussion about bursitis. That's pretty clear. And it, you know, and you look at the images, yeah, that's what I got. Yeah. And so I walked in the doctor's office, and it's, you know, two seconds, oh, you got bursitis. So the negative uh, with using Google as your doctor to yeah. diagnose stuff yep. is that a lot of times it is completely wrong. Yeah, that's true. And this sometimes was... it is something much worse than what it actually is. Yeah. You, I had a friend right. of mine who, uh, this is probably about two years ago, this was before COVID. They were convinced they had cancer. They had a, a, a an issue. I won't say what it was. Yeah. But they were convinced they had cancer. Now, this they were go, obviously going to go see their doctor. But, of course, they read up on it before they yeah. went to go see the doctor. Yeah. And went into the doctor just expecting the worst. Turned yeah. out it was something very minor <sighs> and, you know, relief. But for about two days before he could get to the doctor, he was seriously concerned. Yeah. I know lots of folks that have been through that as well. Uh, and, look, the, the thing about cancer is, depending on the type of cancer and where the cancer exists, there's all sorts of different warning signs. And then there's lots of cancer that has, like, no warning signs until it gets serious. And I don't know. Um, I think the good news is medical technology is advanced to the point where diagnostics are are pretty good, honestly. And it probably doesn't make sense to try to self-diagnose. Um, that, that, as you said, that can be risky, and you could work yourself up and do a frenzy over nothing. And then all of a sudden, something that's, uh, I guess, uh, a lot more obscure can mm-hmm. indicate. So, anyhow, uh, like I said, the good news is medical technology is amazing in our ability to detect uh, cancer early with uh, just some screening and you know, and staying on top of that. And certainly once you get to an age, uh, doing an annual physical is, uh, is is pretty just strong these days. So And so much of it is curable and manageable if you just catch it early. So anyhow... Little bursitis in the elbow. This is, this is. We're all crippled here on on middays. We got Rhino out with a bad back. My only remedy, <laughs> my only issue is when I stand up now. I've, I've, I'm one of those people that I go, oh, you're too young for that. Well, you come on. You carry as much weight as I do. Then <laughs> nah, it tends to happen. You got plenty of time for those problems. <laughs> What do they say about golfers? Uh, there are two two golfers, those with back problems and those who will have back problems. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's a good idea to take care of yourself. Though Not that you're not, but uh, some stuff just happens, you know, and you got to address it and deal with it. But speaking of folks sick, what about former President Bill Clinton? It appears he was uh, admitted to the hospital last night, yesterday, and he's got some sort of infection. Not COVID-related. They made that very clear. It's not a COVID situation. but he's got, he's got sepsis. Yeah, which is a serious infection, and he is uh, he's in the ICU. This is weird. He's in the ICU, but 
is not there because they made it clear it's not there because he needs ICU level care. Uh, that's the report. I think I'm stating that properly. So that's kind of weird. Uh, he's expected to fully recover, and uh, he's 75 years old, and he is now recovering. I think he's in the hospital in California, if I'm not mistaken. So we certainly hope that uh, and wish him a speedy recovery. I don't agree with his politics, but I don't want anybody to be sick, hurt, etc. It's kind of strange timing, though, because they have that big FX series, American Crime Story, going on right now about the impeachment. Yeah. So it's kind of you know it's kind of weird that even Mm -hmm. though he hadn't been in office in so many years, um, yeah, he's still in the news all these years later. Uh, Well, he's a. I mean, he's a popular figure, like him or not. He he is popular. You know, honestly, <laughs> thinking about what we have today in Washington, I wish we had Bill Clinton back <laughs> if we're going to have a Democrat president. Do you think he could be a Democrat no, nowadays? No, he could not. He absolutely has no chance. He would have no chance. I mean, so he Joe Biden it was described and, and billed as a moderate. This guy truly was a moderate. I mean, imagine Joe Biden today making the statement that Bill Clinton famously made, which is the era of big government is over. Imagine Joe Biden said that. He personifies big government because his agenda is architected by socialist Bernie Sanders. I mean, that is the essence of big government. You couldn't say that today. You would be you would be vilified and ostracized by the progressive wing of the caucus, which seems to be the old tail wagging the dog, as they say. You know, he came up with uh, what was it? Don't ask, don't tell for the military. He sure did. Imagine imagine pitching that one today. And really, um, fairly moderate welfare reform. Uh, and so that's just I don't know. We don't have that anymore. That's for sure. And, in fact, uh, we got Mandy Gunnisakara coming up on the program today at 11.05. She, of course, was the chief of staff of the EPA in the Trump administration. And uh, she and I will have, as we always do, a lively discussion about all things going on up there in Washington. So yesterday you probably – you'd have to be living in a cave if you're not – experiencing this severe inflation. It is severe. It's the highest we've had in a long time. And Americans are feeling its wrath at the pump, at the grocery store, and the checkout line, no matter where you are. But this government is being dismissive of it. When we come back, we've got some audio to play for you from uh, Joe Biden's chief of staff. Ron Klain. You'll want to stick around for that. we got some tickets to give away, too, today, I believe. Middays with Gerard is with you on this Friday, y'all. We'll be right back.
from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly cloudy conditions, high near 85. Tonight, a 40% chance of rain under mostly cloudy conditions, high near 53. Your Saturday, sunny skies and a beautiful day on tap, high near 70 degrees. And for your Sunday, sunny conditions, high near 71. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601-864-3752. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. To good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Attention, adoring fans! It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone middays back with you 
Mike and Richton on the C Spire text line. Join the conversation, 601-879-4395. Mike says, the doctor told me about my back pain. It's not what you do, it's how you do it. That probably makes sense. I think that's right. Dave said that he had a chair at work way back when, and the chair was slightly askew. And he had back issues because of that and didn't realize that the chair was just slightly off. And over time, that just threw his back out. Hmm. Well, I can see that. That's That would be a how-you-do-it situation, yeah. I would say. Pamela in Biloxi says, as my doctor told me, stop Googling. It can be your worst enemy. <laughs> That's true. That is true. That can get you in trouble. I agree. We, when we try to self-diagnose, he looks 95. That's on the ceasefire text line. I assume that's referring to Bill Clinton. He's in the ICU because the nurses are better looking. <laughs> that's Scott and Clinton. That could be. <laughs> well... Uh, so, anyhow, yesterday, the president decides that he's going to get involved in the supply chain issues. I mean, it, everybody's feeling the pinch. And you, you talk to sellers, retailers, uh, it, across the spectrum of industries, and there are shortages, supply chain constraints, and a myriad of reasons that are factoring into that problem. But yesterday, the president, he talked, and he, he basically pointed his fingers at the private sector. This, this, uh, this MO, this uh, sort of typical approach, continuous approach from this administration of always pointing fingers elsewhere, it's always someone else's problem. Every problem is of some other person or entity's making. Never, ever acknowledging or accepting any sort of participation or culpability for any of our problems. It doesn't matter what they are. So now we've got the supply chain and inflation issue, and he starts barking at the private sector. And he actually made the statement that, you know, if these folks don't step it up and and increase their output, get their act together, if you will, we're going to call them out. Uh, He says we need the private sector to step up to help solve these problems. The problem I have with that is it's none of your business. If these companies just said, you know, we're done, we're shutting down, they can do that. They're a private company. That's far-fetched. It's unlikely FedEx, UPS, uh, others involved in distribution and, and transport. It's a, it's a complex ecosystem. But they don't serve at the behest of the government. That's the problem I have with that. Just back off. It's no different than when Harry Reid, as you recall, was the majority leader over in the Senate. And he called out the Koch brothers. 
on the Senate floor. I do not believe any politician ever should call out the private sector or a private citizen, unless they've broken the law, perhaps, in the chamber of the United States Capitol. That's just inappropriate. And that's, to me, what the president was doing. He's pointing fingers at these private companies. Well, maybe some of that has to do with what your policies, what what you do. Well, Gerard, so we're having an issue with the supply chain, and that deals with transportation, right? Some of the issues are transportation. Yeah. So I don't know if you know this, because nobody else knows this, including the White House. Uh, They previously didn't announce it, but our Secretary of Transportation, he's actually been on paid leave since mid-August. Pete Buttigieg. Yes. Nobody knew this. He uh, is on paternal Paternity paternal, leave. Yeah, paternity leave. But they didn't announce it. Right. He and his partner. They just le- – <laughs> they they took paid leave, didn't send out a press release, anything like that. You know, here's what I know. This is the difference that I think the bureaucrats don't get. I don't begrudge him or anybody their paid leave, their time off for maternity, paternity purposes. Not whatsoever. But I know this, as an entrepreneur, if you've got pressing matters and issues, you just don't do it. Because if you do it, it's bankruptcy sometimes, or failure to meet obligations. And that doesn't exist in a bureaucratic government setting. Uh, It doesn't matter, folks. Supply chain issues, uh, rampant Inflation, severe inflation, I'm out of here for a few weeks. Y'all got it. You just can't do that as a, as a small, mid-sized business owner. Certainly, unless you're comfortable with someone else covering for you. But when you do that, you're adding labor and, and tasks to their job jar. And that's an issue. So does that mean all of these these problems cannot be addressed Unless we got that one person in that giant department, that's kind of what it sounds like. But he just is flippant about it, in in my view, and just waltzes off. But the president addressed the nation yesterday about this, and and then he just walked off the stage again. When is this guy going to stand up in front of the American people and take the hard questions? It, I think what it shows is lack of confidence from his team, because his team is telling, don't take any questions, Mr. President. Just what, You know that's where that's coming from. It's lack of confidence in his ability to think on his feet, to respond to hard questions that are random and spontaneous. Folks, that's the mark of any effective, good, quality leader, is the ability to think on one's feet. And he just can't do it. He has a hard time when they give him a script and hand it to him, getting it out, getting his message out. But I just find it inappropriate for a president to call out and to point fingers and to lay blame at the feet of the private sector. That's inappropriate. If they suck at what they're doing, the market figures that out, not the government. And, and, again, taking no responsibility 
in the way of any of his policies or his administration's policies that factored in to this rampant inflation and these supply chain bottlenecks, taking no responsibility. I just would like to see one time these politicians address the nation, address their constituents just one time and say, it's on me. I screwed up. But this is what I'm going to do to fix it. And the funny thing is, Gerard, they would probably get credit no question. for saying that. I think they would. But they're so fearful of their political foes capitalizing on that and utilizing that uh, to their own gain and benefit. Just be honest. People just want the truth. You're human. You screw up. My rule in running a business was, hey, it's okay if you screw up and if you fail and if you err. But let me know the truth. Tell me the truth. I want to hear the bad news, if you will. But never share that with us without following up immediately with a plan to resolve those issues. Now, if he said, look, I've been in touch with the executives of these companies, FedEx, UPS, etc., uh, and and uh, they assure me that these are the plans they have in place to address this issue, I'm cool with that. But to stand in front of the nation and say, I'm calling these people out, if they don't get their act together, no. That's inappropriate. Just totally inappropriate. He doesn't run those companies. They're private sector co- This is the problem with the left, is that they believe the government should control the private sector. That is the essence, definition, the key tenet of socialism. Welfare programs aren't socialism. Controlling the private sector, that's socialism. Hmm. Really, really disturbing. we got to play uh, Chief of Staff Ron Klain when we get back and see what he's had to say about all these problems. We'll take a break right here on Middays. We got that for you and some tickets to give away when we come back. Market Street in Flowood has been sold, and that means DNS Diamonds and Jewelry has lost its lease. That also means our merchandise must be liquidated very quickly, and the savings will be passed on to you. Save 50 to 80% storewide on everything. Nothing is held back. It all must go in just a few short weeks. That's 50 to 80% savings storewide at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. No gimmicks, just the best prices you'll see on fine jewelry. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street, Flowood, in front of J.C. Penney. The Waterford on Highland Colony is much more than bingo and bread pudding. Call us to see why we're doing retirement right at the Waterford on Highland Colony in Ridgeland. 601-856-6131. 601-856-6131. The Waterford, proud sponsors of Old Miss Sports. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extreme extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. 
When you're part of the Ag Up family, you get extra warranty, quality service, and options when it comes to purchasing parts. Look no further than your local Ag Up location in Arkansas and Mississippi, and we'll keep you rolling all year with your needs from parts to service to equipment. Visit any of our 16 locations or agup.com to order parts, schedule service, view equipment specials, and for more information on what Ag Up Country is all about. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. We hear a lot about the nursing shortage in Mississippi, but Senator Chad McMahon said nursing homes are also having a difficult time. The nursing homes were never given any money from the CARES Act. We did give money to our hospitals. He's concerned about unintended consequences if we put a lot of money into hospitals. Where do you think those nurses are going to come from? They're going to come from the nursing homes and from the sheriff's offices and and other places that have nursing or doctors or nurse practitioners. And while the hotel industry is doing well overall, according to Linda Hornsby with the Mississippi Hotel and Lodging Association, certain elements of travel need to return in order to reach pre-pandemic levels. We have to bring meetings and conventions back because that also introduces people to our product that maybe haven't seen it in a while or at all in some cases, and they'll come back with their family. We've got to get that group business back and corporate business back. I'm Andy Davis. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Here, the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. 
Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Supertalk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Everyone, middays back with you. All right, so again, who among us is not feeling the squeeze of the high prices at the pump? The high prices uh, of almost everything in the grocery store. I've noticed in restaurants the price of meals, menu, easing up. Somewhat upward, but not everybody agrees that all Americans are impacted by this economic situation. In fact, Ron Klain, he would be the chief of staff in the White House. This is what he had to say. So that's the full context. And that's a much more eloquent way of putting it than the, the high class um, comment in, in that tweet. It's, it's not the first time that Ron Klain's Twitter has drawn some sharp criticism. Is that something that the White House is addressing at all, given this pushback, this criticism? Are we addressing the chief of staff's Twitter habits? Yes. It is not a top priority. Uh, I would tell you at this point in time, uh, the chief of staff is out there speaking on his own accord to members of Congress, to the media uh, frequently, um, as any chief of staff does. And I think it's important also for anyone here uh, to be able to uh, tout uh, points that they find interesting. And that's the purpose of public speech. Yeah, so he he basically said that inflation is, quote, a high-class class problem. problem. High-class problem. And I apologize for that. I, I thought I had the video on that, but uh, I'm looking for it. That was was White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki being questioned late yesterday at a press briefing after the chief of sa- staff uh, sent this tweet out and where he said, yeah, these are high-class problems. And that actually was something that was originally stated uh, by a far-left economist who who actually said it originally. It was Harvard economist Jason Furman, and he, he, wrote, uh, he wrote a statement, tweeted, most of the economic problems we're facing, inflation, supply chain, etc., are high-class problems. We wouldn't have had them if the unemployment rate was still 10%. We have had a much worse problem. So he's trying to give kudos to Biden for a lower unemployment rate than 10 percent. 
And he's basically saying that, well, you know, if you're feeling the pinch at the pump, you can't get everything you want at the grocery store and the cost of it is higher. Well, those aren't issues that that affect average everyday Americans. Well, you know what? To Ron Klain, the white so Klain retweeted it and he had two of the downward pointing emojis like this. This, meaning he agrees with economist, Harvard economist Jason Furman, that these are high-class problems. Well, to Furman and claim a high-class problem, or I should say a, a, a problem with respect to supply chain and inflation, that'd be like running out of escargot at a $500-a-plate restaurant. That's the kind of problems they yeah. have. Yeah. You know, uh, that that uh, the price of jet fuel for their private jet is has increased. Yeah, that's a high-class problem. Pay no attention to the average American who's just trying to buy, I don't know, eggs and bacon to feed their household. Or, you ain't seen nothing yet, the winner's on the way. And all of the industry analysts are predicting record high prices for natural gas and heating oil. Much of the northeastern part of the United States, they heat their homes and structures with heating oil. That's supposed to be at a record high, trending upward. But the average household, they don't need heat in the winter. Those are only high-class problems. That's the way these folks think. That's the disgusting, elitist attitude they have about this. And it's also an attitude that changes depending on who's in the office because a few months ago, well, I guess probably a year ago now, um, when Donald Trump was in office, Ronald Klain said this, Will he hold up a Campbell's soup can and argue that price increases for basic food items really don't hurt the middle class? Because I think that is the Trump admin uh, economic message of the day, basically saying that, yes, inflation hurts lower and middle class people. So his attitude has changed recently. What has changed? Well, his attitude changed because, guess what? There's a Democrat in the yes. White House. Yes, now. exactly. So, again, seeing what claim, seeing his comment, and by the way, you heard Jen Psaki. Well, the president is not prioritizing the chief of staff's Twitter account. That was such a weak response. That was terrible. He's your chief of staff. Does he not represent your views as well? Probably ought to get on the same page. I suspect they are. In this administration, absolutely. Okay, so then that would that would indicate and reflect that Joe Biden shares his views. These are high class problems. That condescending attitude, that elitist attitude, I think drives folks crazy, and I think that it's starting to resonate within the ranks of independents. We're starting to see that. This, this is uh, typically we've got uh, those on the left that are just they're they're locked in no matter what. Those on the right, no matter what. 
But then it's that all-important middle ground, which represents 20 25% of the country that can vote either way. They're the ones you got to win. The political folks know this, obviously, and they cater to them. This ain't going well, in my view. I don't see how it can. Is there anybody listening to us, watching us, that isn't feeling the pinch of the higher price of living, the higher cost of living? All the data shows inflation up 5.4% year over year, and uh, that's the CPI, which includes a basket of goods that does include food and energy. That's high. That's a lot. Now, we, we are continuously told, don't pay attention to that. It's transitory. But do you ever see those prices trickle down like in a restaurant? And, and restaurateurs, they're doing their best to not raise their menu prices because they get to a point where the customers say, I just don't know. I don't know if I can afford that or I'm willing to part with that much money for such a meal. And then their labor shortage is is also pressuring their input costs because they're having to pay labor more, come to work, which is ridiculous. Donald in Oxford has an interesting analysis on the ag industry. He says the price of fertilizer is sky high and not going down. Farmers will move from corn to soybeans next year, predicting 30% less corn. Corn requires more fertilizer. The nitrogen is especially affected and it requires natural gas to process. Less corn production means higher demand for ethanol, which means higher gas prices. Yeah, of course. It's all related. It, wow. It, it's all integrated into the supply chain. So I heard a report this morning that there's a school district in Alabama that's struggling to get food for the breakfast and lunch programs. They're thinking about going back to virtual because they can't feed the students. Because they can't feed the students? Check me out on that, folks. I, I heard it on the way in to the studio wow. this morning on the business news. Check me out on that. But <laughs> that's just how crazy things have, have gotten. And so Biden, he works with the Port of L.A. We're going to run the port now 24 hours a day to try to re- relieve some of the, the stress there of the goods coming into the nation that are desperately needed Summer material components for further manufacturing and assembly in the United States. Summer finished goods products. Nonetheless, it's a it's a bottleneck. the The problem is, okay, you can stay open twenty four hours. Where are you going to get the people to work twenty four hours? You can't get them to work eight, and then you can't get folks to drive the trucks to get them from the port to their final destination. It's just a big old problem, and I still maintain it was it was all triggered by this ridiculous amount of helicopter money we dropped in this economy. The the one that uh, was passed, the rescue plan, that our politicians in the state are absolutely giddy about, $1.8 billion, that should have never passed. That was unnecessary. They just should have said, hey, the economy's coming back on its own. We don't need to do anything. Get out of the way, government. Nope. They had to go put money in the pockets. Now we're paying the price for it. All of us. We'll take a break right here. We'll come back. Don't forget, Manny Gunnisakara is going to join us after the noon, or excuse me, the 11 o'clock break. 
Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let the Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Last-minute needs for a party? We have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations and gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at the Rogue serving Mississippians. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Whether it's getting the kiddos to school. I love you. Bye, Mom. Or taking it off-road and uphill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've got the right tires for you. Tire Depot has a huge selection of tires for every budget and every purpose. From everyday drivers to extreme off-road performance, Tire Depot has you covered. Alignments, mounting and balancing, lift kits, and general repair. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. This is the opening agri-market report. At the opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was up 45 to 107.55. March cotton was up 37 to 105.32. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade November soybeans were up 11 cents to 12.17 and a quarter per bushel. January soybeans were up 10 cents to 12.25 and a half per bushel. December corn was up 9 cents to 5.25 and three quarters per bushel. March corn was up 8 and a quarter to 5.34 per bushel. At the Mercantile, December live cattle was up 30 to 130.60. February live cattle was up 32 to 134.97. January feeders down 95 to 161.40. March feeders down 105 to 162.10. At this hour, the Dow Jones is up 255 points, 35,168. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. Late season weather is no match for preparation and planning. Grow with pride all season long with Delta Pine brand cotton. Featuring varieties bred to tolerate high winds and freezing temperatures. Open bowls and pick easily with Harvest Aid products. And defoliate for an earlier harvest with high yield potential. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. 
Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. everyone middays on this friday y'all we're guiding you through the middle of your day with facts fodder and fine uh, music will we got a giveaway for some tickets yes sir saturday one of the greatest bands ever the one you just heard earth wind and fire will be at the brandon amphitheater in brandon tickets for the show are on sale right now at ticketmaster.com and at the brandon amphitheater box office and now is your last chance this is your very last chance to win a pair of tickets to see Earth, Wind, and Fire uh, be the... I tell you what, I'm going to give away two different pair of tickets. So I'm going to get two winners. Be the fifth and sixth person to text into the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Text in the word... I know it's October, but I'm going to go with... September because I think that's their best song. <laughs> so text in the word September to 601-879-4395. Um, be the fifth and sixth person to do that, and you will win a pair of tickets, and I'll get in contact with you, and we will take care of that. And away they go. <laughs> it's always go. fascinating to me, Gerard, <laughs> to see how fast these texts come in. <laughs> It is incredible. Now, we're using a computer. If you had your phone out and you got these texts to come in, it would it, your phone would explode. <laughs> oh me! So there's a question about whether or not Michael Guest was for the 1.8 billion. Uh, no, he voted against it. By the way, you're talking about the American Rescue Plan. So, um, of course, Michael is is a congressman. And, uh, you know, that was a, a, a measure that was passed early on in February. It, it was one of Joe Biden's key elements of his, uh, not only his campaign, but of his administration. And I think most clear-eyed people said, hey, we don't need this. Don't do not do it. But th- that included, of course, the the uh, extended unemployment benefits and just all sorts of other money. Remember, uh, big pots of money going to every county, every city. They're all, of course, licking their chops to get their hands on this money so they can go spend it on stuff in their local communities and in their counties and then go, of course, parade around bragging about what they did and not taking into consideration that all you did was it's nothing noble. We just ran the debt up more. Is all we did. So, and of course, that could call into question the gigantic bills that were passed during the Trump administration that received bipartisan support 
I think the difference then, however, was that the government was shutting everything down. And so, of course, the PPP, the Paycheck Protection Program, and all those, uh, all that just giant amount of money, massive amount of money, all uh, happened uh, in the last year of uh, President Trump's tenure. But then we had to go layer on this other gigantic bill and uh, the American Rescue Plan that uh, that Joe Biden, of course, promoted and signed off on. That was just unnecessary. I, we, it was too much before. Why do we have to layer more on? So, uh, so now we're all reaping the the uh, the damages from that. Not the benefits, but the damages. So there is uh, concerns about. Uh, toy shortages. The toy makers are all warning we're not going to have any toys. <laughs> You're going to be shopping in the malls. I've, I've heard advertisements for this. Get your shopping done early. And it's not said, but it's kind of hinted that because there's going to be supply chain issues come December. And I think all that's true. So, uh, but there's supply chain issues now. I mean, there's shortage of some of those goods now. It's it's not just coming. It's going to get worse. But I don't know. Some of that, maybe they, it's intentional on their part to try to boost sales in the short term. On the other hand, if that results in a run on the stores, it kind of harkens back to the toilet paper shortage, doesn't it? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> in the early days of COVID. All of that, I think, is just ill-advised, and I think somehow we got to get the government out of the middle of all this. I think that's what's causing the problems, and it just exacerbates them. It's like they create the problems. I've said this before, and then they design and devise so-called solutions and then run around and brag about, look, I solved the problem. No, you created it to start with. It's kind of disgusting in that respect. Well, it's time for a break right here. We've got Super Talk News, Fox News coming your way. When we return, Mandy Gunnisakara, the former EPA chief of staff and principal of Section 7 Strategies, will be in the studio to talk more about this stuff going on up there in Washington. Stay with us. You don't want to miss it. Home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601 345 8090. Fox News. I'm Lillian Wu. Many foreign travelers are soon getting the green light to come to the U.S. COVID related restrictions for fully vaccinated international travelers will be lifted November 8th, the White House announced, ending a ban that kept most foreign nationals from traveling to the U.S. since early 2020. The U.S. Travel Association applauded the move. Fox's Jared Halpern. Nicholas Cruz, the admitted gunman in the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School massacre, changes his plea to guilty, according to his defense attorney. On Valentine's Day in 2018, 14 students and three adults were killed. Cruz had previously offered to plead guilty in exchange for life in prison, but prosecutors had been adamant on the death penalty. A guilty plea would cause Cruz to skip a verdict finding and proceed to a penalty phase. Fox's Evan Brown, America's listening to Fox News. 
is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated, located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Callaway's has everything you need from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw to trees, shrubs, soils, and mulches. Callaway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's offers landscaping. Our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calvin Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Butterball is recalling over 14,000 pounds of ground turkey products that could be contaminated with blue plastic. This includes two and a half pound trays of farm to family Butterball all natural ground turkey and three pound trays of Kroger ground turkey that were produced September 28th and shipped out across the country. The USDA recommends either throwing the items away or returning them to the place of purchase. For more information, log on to supertalk.fm. Less than 10% of the money in the infrastructure package actually goes to infrastructure, according to Congressman Stephen Palazzo. It's not going to dredge our ports so we can bring in more cargo ships and create more jobs. It's not come, going to our airports, not going to our rivies and our locks and levees. Uh, it's just it's just a socialist giveaway. He thinks Democrats will push it through without Republican support, but did say he prays it's not $3.5 trillion or $5 trillion. I'm Kelly Bennett. Typically, we here at Keep Mississippi Beautiful like to share positive news with you. But not today. Litter is on the rise in our state, and we need your help. Please put trash in its proper place and make sure you aren't accidentally littering items from the back of your truck. Protect the road, secure your load, because trash blows. Do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work. Or in some cases, no work at all. Costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. We've reached week nine of the Mississippi High School football season. Headlining tonight's action is a 6A matchup between 5-2 Tupelo and 5-1 Madison Central. A crucial 5A matchup sees Ridgeland traveling to Vicksburg. In 4A, a pair of 6-1 teams meet as West Lauderdale will host Louisville. In 3A, undefeated Enterprise Clark welcomes Clarkdale. In 2A, Potts Camp is at Baldwin. And in 1A, Taylorsville travels to Lumberton. In private school ball, 7-1 Leak Academy is at 9 no Heritage Academy. In August, state health officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs received threatening phone calls over conspiracy theories about his family. He's taking to social media once again to dispel rumors, tweeting yesterday that he's been hearing conspiratorial rumblings. He wants everyone to know he's never worked for a pharmaceutical company, doesn't have a contract with one, and gets zero money from any pharmaceutical companies. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
I just love sports, and I especially love my sport, Brian. Brian is my superhero on the weekends because he is a barbecue grill master. That boy knows how to heat up some charcoal. Woo! We just love it when we smell that delicious Polk smoked sausage on the grill. Whether it's Polk's original smoked with a hint of sage, Polk's Cajun with a kick of Cajun seasoning, or Polk's garlic and green onion with, well, garlic and green onions. Tell your sport you want Polk's on his grill. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. A message from professional linebacker and native Mississippian Demario Davis. Coming up in Mississippi, I learned the Mississippi way. To be strong and serve one another. I remember fighting through the noise. I remember the struggle. Getting stronger to support my team. That's the Mississippi way. That's why Mississippians are getting the COVID-19 vaccine. To protect ourselves and the ones we love. Learn more at msway.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays. You got Gerard and Will in the studio for the vacationing and uh, somewhat back aching rhino, right? He looked like an old man in a movie. He walks in with his cane. He's too rhino's young younger for than that. I am. I know. He's too young for that. Uh, by the way, William and Brandon uh, did send us something informing the Alabama school district we were discussing. That is warning of food shortages, asking for parents to help, and even uh, floating the idea of returning to virtual school. It's Alexander City School District. you got to believe it's not unique to them. Absolutely. So we'll see where that goes. Mandy Gunnisakara joins us now in uh, the studio here at Super Talk. She's the former EPA chief of staff and, and a principal of Section 7 Strategies. Morning, Mandy. Thanks for coming in. Good morning. Good to be here. All right, so uh, I know you track what's going on up there in Washington, and we, of course, do as well, and we're talking about it a lot. One of the things that, that comes to mind first and foremost is just contrasting, because I know you worked in the Trump administration, hmm. but like, like or not like uh, President Trump, the one thing that I have always called out in respect for him is that he never shied away from reporters. In fact, he seemed to enjoy uh, discussing the issues with reporters, and he had no problem, often to the chagrin of his handlers, they were saying, Mr. President, we got to get on Air Force One or Marine One and get out of here for an appointment. And he would stop, it seems like, and take every question from every reporter, most of which didn't care for him, honestly. Now we got a president that, when he addresses the nation, he comes out, he reads a script, he kind of bumbles his, bumbles his way through that, and then he just walks off. Right. Right. And and now he's doing it in this weirdly built studio. Have you noticed that oh, when you're watching? Oh, that's so crazy. So it, it's supposed to look like he's at the in the Oval Office, but he's <laughs> not in the Oval Office. It's just it just 
shows you how theatrical the whole Biden administration is. Um, you know, let's go back to the campaign to where he was largely in the basement um, to where now he's at the White House and he's just <laughs> occasionally up on this built set to uh, to look like something that he should he should just be talking straight from. Um, it, it, it's quite funny, um, but also frustrating and problematic in terms of, you know, the types of policies and decisions that are coming from this administration administration, the very real consequences it is having on the American public writ large, especially middle income to low income families. And he can't come and ask softball questions from the press corps that loves him anyway is um, it's beyond absurd. And it just it just makes it very hard to trust anything coming from this administration, because you just know that it's it's been so papered over uh, via their theatrics department to try and hide the truth from the American people of what's really going on. So even uh, self-avowed communists, he may not self-avow himself as a communist, but Van Jones, uh, one of the uh, czars in the Obama administration, I can't remember which one of the czars he was because Obama had like about 500 of them, it seems. But Jones was one, and he now says the honeymoon is over for Joe Biden. He's being critical, but to some extent that's because he's frustrated that Biden can't get the uh, far-left progressive um, American recovery plan uh, in, uh, uh, enacted. So he's mad about that, but he's also taking stock of what most Americans have now said is their number one issue, which is the cost of living, which is inflation. And Biden comes out and starts pointing fingers at everybody. Point is, even Van Jones is turning on him here. Uh, and to a great extent, the, the left-wing media as well. But you can't solve problems until you acknowledge you have them, and especially if they are of your own making. You have to acknowledge and own up and fess up. That's right. And this administration, um, we were sold, the American people were sold a lot of promises and instead they got a lot of crises that are self-created. Yeah. Whether you're looking at the border, Afghanistan, supply shortages, gas prices, the current um, lackluster workforce and really, really negative um, employment reports that are coming out. That's all a direct result of actions he either has taken or undone that were put in motion by the Trump administration to either stabilize otherwise unstable situations or inject positive outlook and prosperity type opportunities in the economy. So it's all self-created and it's so interesting. You know, he'll he'll say things like the buck stops with me, but you're right to point out (laughs) all he does when when asked some degree of a serious question or faced with the reality of a consequence that he himself has personally caused. Look at the Afghanistan situation. He points fingers at those around him. um, And and then even in pointing fingers at those around him, maybe some that do deserve some degree of culpability. I'm talking about some of your high level political appointees and cabinet officials. Nothing is done. Um, Nothing is 
is done in terms of people resigning over very obvious debacles from an objective perspective, Republican or Democrat, um, you know that the Afghanistan withdrawal was an absolute debacle. Um, whether you agreed with the withdrawal or not is not the point. It's the yeah. fact how it was done was done in such an irresponsible manner. And there's been no accountability within any of the ranks, much less the top of this administration. And that would not fly. Yeah. I mean, that certainly would not fly in the Trump administration, not because of the media, but because of the president himself. You know, working at, at various agencies, we often love the fact that he deputized people. He gave you the ability to go forth and achieve his agenda. But if you messed up to a high degree to where it caused significant consequences, he wasn't afraid to let people go, which I think is the way that it ought, ought actually should be. And it shows the American people there is accountability in the democratic process and even in the administration. Don't you think, Mandy, to some extent, that's the difference between someone who, whose uh, worldview and management style uh, has been heavily influenced by experience in the private sector oh, yeah. versus the public sector, yeah. where we just don't let people go? Yeah. We might reassign them even somewhere, and they land on their feet. There's no accountability, but more importantly, there are no consequences yeah. for bad or poor performance. No, that's right. And and I, you're exactly right. Uh, anyone who's worked in the private sector to where you have to deal with things like taxes and payroll and a, and a make-or-break um, outlook within a 24-hour period, um, you, you know, the buck truly does stop with you and the people who, are, who rely on you. And if you take that experience into public service, it is a very good and important perspective to have. Um, that's something that President Trump brought to the table and a lot of the cabinet members he brought on. They weren't of the, the political class. They hadn't spent their whole life being politicians and defining issues and reacting to issues based off of polling numbers and, and things that was more about preserving their own political career than doing what is right by the American people and responsible in terms of establishing a stable system with policy positive economic opportunities, um, you know, at the forefront. So, I, look, I, I, that is sorely missing. Um, we had it for four years. Look what happened pre-COVID, of course. Um, you know, things were things were booming. And now we have your regular elite-level politician that uh, he's totally removed from reality, which is bad, bad enough. But even worse, he's very arrogant um, in terms of not listening to people and taking people's uh, words at face value, you know, believing them when they're showing him, hey, I have these problems paying for gas in my car. Um, I have these problems paying for groceries. I can't get certain vital supplies for my family and my livelihood. And it, it just falls on deaf ears at this White House, which is it's very discerning. Yeah. Yet the DOJ finds that a much bigger problem are those parents who show up <laughs> oh, at gosh. school board meetings and, oh, I don't know, they have a little concern about what's being taught to their kids. Right. And right. you can't do that. You're, you're classified as a terrorist. That's, it's crazy. It's 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 crazy. It's it's laughable if it didn't come with serious consequences. You know, throwing around the terms domestic terrorism, we heard or terrorists. Mm-hmm. We heard a lot of a lot of this rhetoric after the January sixth, um, you know, uh, capital events, and they're now trying to assign that to parents. Look, I've been one of these parents. I've been very upset with masking issues going on at the Oxford School District right now. Um, I showed up, you know, and voiced opinions with a lot of the other parents 
you should never be f- deterred from engaging in any type process, especially if it's a public school system. It is a tax. It's funded, elected officials, right? Yes. Well, uh, they're not appointed, necess- uh, appointed. They're appointed. In the city. Yeah, they're appointed in the city by elected officials. By elected officials. So there's some degree of responsibility, but it's a taxpayer, ex- yeah. you know, a yeah. proposition, and so you absolutely have a role to go in and have a say um, because of that and the fact that it's your children's education. Yeah, I mean, they're a caretaker and a fiduciary. At the same time, if you think about it, can you hang around? We yep. got some more stuff to talk about. Certainly can. We got Mandy Gunnisakara in the studio having a conversation about stuff going on up there in Washington. Also, want to talk about uh, the documentary on the show. Yeah, we'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly cloudy conditions, high near 85. Tonight, a 40% chance of rain under mostly cloudy conditions, high near 53. Your Saturday, sunny skies and a beautiful day on tap, high near 70 degrees. And for your Sunday, sunny conditions, high near 71. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Nicely done, Beef. When football fans everywhere cheer for their team, they're cheering for you too. Because your savory snacks fuel the gridiron battle. With your tasty sliders, hearty chilies, and drool-worthy steaks, every option is an MVP. Most valuable protein. So gather around the TV and get cooking at BeefIt'sWhat'sForDinner.com. Funded by beef farmers and ranchers. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. 
At Elias Agris Management and Southern Ag Services, we work for you. Our agents and consultants were born and raised in the same communities you work, and the agronomic and economic expertise we bring to the farm manages risk and maximizes production with the experiences many of you have shared with us over the last few decades of working together. We're committed to you, and we're thankful to be a part of your business. Let's prepare to pass it on. Elias Agris Management and Southern Ag Services, the partnership that yields. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson ninety-seven point three. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on on Super Talk Mississippi. Everyone, middays with Gerard. Will East filling in for Rhino today. We are back with you. We've got Mandy Gunnascara, former EPA chief of staff under President Trump and the principal of Section 7 Strategies. We were just talking about some of this crazy stuff going on uh, up there in Washington. And, Mandy, what do you think about all the conflict and and the division within the Democrat Party they can't seem to get together on this gigantic budget bill, a budget uh, reconciliation measure that would uh, spend some $3.5 trillion. I refer to it as really $7 trillion when you remove all the accounting gimmickry. But they can't seem to get together on that, and there's some question as to whether or not any of that will become a reality. Well, I, I mean, I, I hope that those divisions last to the point that this <laughs> does go down in flames. Um, I will be very clear about what I, my preferred outcome in this situation is. But, you know, the, the far-left faction of the Democrat Party has overtaken um, them all, all across the board, from the Senate to the House, um, and then obviously in the administration. Right. Um, you know, Joe Biden administration and the majority Democrats was sold to the American people as, uh, you know, reinstituting normalcy and moderacy. And that just has not been the case. It's been an absolute about face to the extreme left. And thankfully, you do have some members of the party that value their seats more than um, getting the short-term win, if you could call it, from the Democrats' perspective across the finish line. So it, it really is coming down to people like Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema. But they understand, look, the people that they represent, uh, they are not the far left. Right. And, and the majority of the Democrats um, outside of the Washington, D.C. bubble and those that are attracted in that space, they are of that more moderate thought and almost are closer to independence. And um, the, the leadership, in D.C. wants to ignore that, but there are a few members that if they do, they know they will not be back. Yeah, and and, and it wouldn't be a proper representation of their constituencies. I don't think their constituencies, certainly in the case of Cinema, the, the vast majority, and in the case of uh, Senator Manchin, I don't think uh, this bill is consistent with their with their views and, and their desires. 
it's it, there's also all sorts of polls coming out uh, about it as well. Uh, one of the problems, of course, when you got a bill that's that massive and that complex, that convoluted, that folks just don't really, I guess, fully understand or appreciate uh, some of these provisions. And it, to me, it's not so much the money, not that that's not a concern. Any time we're adding to deficits, adding to the debt, of course that's a concern. But it's this just increase and expansion of the size and scope and power and authority of government that bothers more than anything. Amen to that. I mean, having worked inside an agency, I can tell you that um, at the EPA alone, um, you could get rid of 40% of the people that work there, and the agency's mission, which is to improve the environment, would continue to be fulfilled. And the rest of it is superfluous programs or redundant programs, duplicative programs that don't actually do anything except pay for um, administrative costs. of, of people being in seats that that don't actually return a mission-oriented benefit to the taxpayer. And so you see these 24,000-page, 3.5 trillion, and I like your, your, your more honest estimation, which is in the $7 trillion range, um, if you take out all the gimmicks. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in there that is, it is duplicative to programs that are already on the books and they may not be working and the the thing to do is to go look at existing programs and try to improve them not just layer on another one that costs an addition hundred million dollars here or a hundred million dollars there um, it's it's just extremely backwards but yeah. you know you know looking at some of the programs do you know that there is a um, I was reading one of the lists there are three billion dollars set aside to be spent on tree equity. And oh yeah! Equity. Oh yeah! We've talked about that. <laughs> we had to go look up what the heck is that? And what is so it? So we need more canopy in the in the impoverished and uh, areas where the more marginalized populations are housed. Uh, yeah, it's, exactly. It, it's and it's it's what what are you doing there? In like, the climate court? You yeah, saw that oh, one. The, now that's that's scary to me because that's <laughs> literally paying activists to come in and um, it's it's not education. Um, no. it's it's to it's to uh, interfere with people's everyday lives yes. and to go after people that they disagree with and through a lot of these um, these these passive and catty ways by you know let's say you disagree with their stance on an environmental issue well they're going to go uh, behind your back and try to paint you as a bad person in your community and to your employer and on and on a hundred thousand they they expect to they they um, uh, at least purport to employ into that program the private sector struggling to get workers is bad enough. Now right. you got to compete with with uh, the the government, the IRS. They want to hire what eighty thousand there, right? Uh, and of course, they're only going to go after the rich, right? They're going to hire eighty thousand people to go after the seven hundred thirty four billionaires. I figured it out. It's about fifteen hundred per billionaire. Right. No, they're coming after you. And so let's talk about that. This yeah. this uh, uh, requirement that Janet Yellen is pushing for, Secretary of the Treasury to require banks to report uh, activity in accounts that average more than $600 uh, over a, a year. She says, no, we only want aggregate inflows and outflows, just two data points, two data elements on an annual basis. 
But it never stops there. That's just a start. And that's inappropriate to start with. Yeah, I totally agree. I, look, they're trying to, they want to know uh, how people are spending them, their money because they know that is a very uh, important means of control. Yes. And they have always been trying to expand the IRS, and you cannot trust them. Look what happened under the Obama administration. Lois Lerner. That when the IRS was weaponized against conservative nonprofits, um, you know some of that's going on right now. We don't, we just don't yet know about it. And if they now have an excuse to go check your expenditures because you spend six hundred dollars on Venmo or PayPal, I don't, I don't know who's not potentially a part of that and what they can do and you know that they will do there will be a subjective standard they can go in and pick and choose and let's just say that you happen to be someone who voted for president trump and you support conservative ideology i i bet you're going to be at the top of their list of uh, these six hundred dollar expenditures to go in and monitor and audit and harass to bully and and uh, act in a hostile way and just push around yeah it's it's disturbing and it's inappropriate and to a great extent i don't even think constitutional. I'm not sure that's even constitutional. There are some experts that would suggest that that, that uh, violates uh, our right to privacy. Yeah, so. certainly. I mean, I think I think there's all sorts of legal avenues people um, can pursue to push back against this. And certainly, you know, a lot of these actions will have to go through some degree of a regulatory process, the yeah. Administrator Procedure Act. They will There will be lots of opportunities for people as individuals, people as businesses, and then um, people with attorneys and legal representatives to push back um, and should. What a mess. Maybe we just ought to spend less money. Maybe, maybe that's the solution. Uh, I got Before we leave that subject, uh, a state senator told me last night the uh, the calls that uh, the subject matter of most calls he's received into his office over the last month are on this issue. Yeah. I, on this very issue. They're yeah, very concerned about it. I wouldn't be surprised because it really it, it hits just about everybody. Yeah. Um, the way that people do business now, um, you know, it, it is through those mechanisms. And you do $20 here, $20 there. You have a babysitter. You repay someone for, uh, you know, dinner that was shared. You're going to hit that $600 threshold easy. over the course of a year fairly easy. easy. All right. Tell us about the documentary. We talked about that last time you were on, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's going on there? Yeah. So uh, it's coming along. We are in the post-production phase. I had my last two interviews uh, were in D.C. Talking about the Neshoba County yeah, Fair. Yeah, the right? Neshoba so, County Fair. Yeah, yeah Neshoba County Fair documentary. And uh, we interviewed Senator Lott. And we also interviewed uh, Dan Crenshaw, who you, uh, Representative Crenshaw came to the fair. It was his yeah. first time there. But I kind of got the, the post-experience interview with him, which went really well so post-production phase we're trying to get it edited uh come up with the the stories the problem with the fair is there's just so many great stories and so many different avenues so we really got to refine and consolidate and uh we did we did put out a it's called a sizzle reel it's about a four minute um little snapshot of where we're going and um we didn't mean for it to be shared publicly but you know it's mississippi one person posted it and it got shared and before we turned it back to private, it got over 2,000 views. Um, so we feel good about that. But uh, we're, we're still we're still working on refining it, but looking to have it out before the fair next year. Ought to be good. Looking forward to that. Mandy, always a pleasure having you in the studio and, and chatting. Really appreciate you coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. We'll be right back with more talk here on uh, Middays. We got uh, Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk News Director and host of Sports uh, High School Sports Show, coming up. At 1237, I believe. Stay with us. 
Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Hurry, run, get to the car. It's coming. Start the car. What are you waiting for? I knew I should have gone to Mazda of Jackson. Get rid of that creepy old car you've been driving around in and upgrade to a new vehicle during our model year clearance at Mazda of Jackson. All the 2021s must go, and we're giving you amazing savings on every last one of them. Get 0.9% financing for 36 months on all new Mazdas. That's 0.9% on every new Mazda in stock. This will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get your first year of oil changes on us with every new Mazda purchase. You can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Is your credit history scary? Our credit team will work to get you approved no matter how many skeletons are in your closet. <laughs> Bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it, no matter how creepy it is. So get to Must of Jackson today, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. I-55 French Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mustofjackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. The Waterford and Ridgeland understands that during this pandemic, choosing the right retirement community is more important than ever. Not only do our residents enjoy exceptional services, but also the peace of mind that comes from knowing their health and safety are our number one priority. With safety in mind, our families are able to engage with loved ones during this pandemic, not disconnect. The Waterford offers spacious studios, one- and two-bedroom apartments. Come see why more people are making the safe step to retirement living at the Waterford today. Call us at 601-856-6131. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash covid I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Butterball is recalling over 14,000 pounds of ground turkey products that could be contaminated with blue plastic. This includes two and a half pound trays of farm to family Butterball all natural ground turkey and three pound trays of Kroger ground turkey that were produced September 28th and shipped out across the country. The USDA recommends either throwing the items away or returning them to the place of purchase. For more information, log on to supertalk.fm. Less than 10% of the money in the infrastructure package actually Actually goes to infrastructure, according to Congressman Stephen Palazzo. It's not going to dredge our ports so we could bring in more cargo ships and create more jobs. It's not come, going to our airports, not going to our rivies and our locks and levees. Uh, it's just it's just a socialist giveaway. He thinks Democrats will push it through without Republican support, but did say he prays it's not three and a half trillion or five trillion. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they give it to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live! On Super Talk Mississippi. I can see Tom Schultz. (laughs) Ah, yes. Harkens back to the old college freshman year there. One of the greatest albums of all time, arguably. Debut album. Debut album. It was their debut album and had all those hits on it. Every track was a hit. I, I... I think my mom owned it at one point, and I. <laughs> You're aging me now. You're. Well, I'm sorry. I was, that's the honest truth. I'm 38. Uh, and um, years later, yeah. uh, I had the CD of it. Okay. Because the album had been worn out by that yeah. point. Yep. And the CD of it, and I think I went through two <laughs> copies of the CD. <laughs> It's pretty dang good music, in my opinion, and obviously you agree with that. It's one of those you can put on and just let it roll. That's right. Every track's good. Every track's good. Yeah. So so innovative was Tom Schultz, an uh, MIT-educated electrical engineer, I believe. He's the guitarist, and he's the one that came up with all that stuff. And I've actually watched YouTube videos where he talks about how he did all that, and he shows all the equipment that he used it's it's somewhat archaic by today's standards but and i think that's why it was so innovative how he pieced all that together and arranged all that and it kind of gets over your head when he starts talking about how he mixes and matches all the yeah. machines and the sounds but anyhow pretty pretty cool stuff 
So uh, lots of uh, lots of commentary on the ceasefire text line. That's 601-879-4395, and we very much appreciate you tuning in and for joining the conversation. Do you think the inflation will be as bad as it was back during the Carter administration? I don't think it will be um, it will occur in the cycles as rapidly as it did. It just seems like during the Carter administration, it was like every week the same product was going up. You go to the store and and gosh, last week it was this much, this week is this much, next week it goes up some more. So, but I do think that we are headed for, if not currently, in a period of stagflation, which is the mix of high inflation and high unemployment. Typically, uh, economic principles would suggest that inflation is a result of low unemployment, meaning we have high employment, high labor participation, and that, in fact, just means more people have money to spend, and they're spending it, and that's driving up the cost of everything. The reason that we have, I think, high unemployment and high inflation uh, simultaneously, concurrently, I think it's just because of the amount of helicopter money that's been dropped in into the country. And, and and that money is making its way through the economy. So it is true. It's, it's uh, too much money chasing too few goods. And if folks aren't working and they're not staffing up the, uh, the various – uh, elements of our economy, that causes shortages, that drives the price of stuff up. But you cannot overlook the fact that the president, he did, in terms of oil and gas, he did institute policies that uh, suppressed oil and gas uh, production in this country. But I think more importantly, we're starting to see the manifestation of the lack of investment in new fossil fuels exploration and production because the government's made it very clear, right, we're getting off of that. We're weaning off of fossil fuels. So if you're in the fossil fuels business, like a big oil company, why would you want to invest in something that the government's already guided by saying, no, we're out of that business? Exxon, Chevron, all these big oil companies, if you look at their advertisements... What are they touting? They're oh, not touting, you know, yeah. cheap gas, and they're they're touting electrical energy and all, you know, Re- renewable all these, energy. Uh, renewable energy, all this kind of stuff. I think Chevron said by 2050 they're out of the fossil fuels business. They said that. Said they'll they'll be to- totally uh, carbon emit zero in everything they do. So where's that going? I think we got hundred dollar a barrel oil. It's my prediction by the end of the year. It's 82 and change, I think, right now. So you can do the math on that if that translates its way to the uh, to the pump. Another 25 percent uh, increase of uh, gas at the pump. I think that's what we're head, we're headed for. And of course, uh, those costs, the, the the cost of fuel, they're embedded into the cost of everything we purchase because you have to transport. Uh, goods and services, and of course, petroleum is used so much in the uh, production it's, it's of so everything. much. Right. So again, I, I I make the analogy. This is not opposed to you know uh, renewable ener- energy as a source, but I make the the analogy that well, you're burning the house down before you built the new one, and that's the problem. It's that it has to be done more methodically 
with uh, in a more strategic fashion, in a more controlled and and well conceived uh, approach, and that's just not happening. So that's that's a problem, and I don't see how they shake. So it's 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 a conflict again. It's a conflict within leftist doctrine that oh we want to we want to help the the lower and middle classes, but yet we want totally a totally green energy economy. Okay, well you're not helping the lower and middle income of society tiers of society in doing so. You're making their costs go up. You're hurting them. So, and you could you could spout this nonsense, this rhetoric about well we're only going to increase taxes on those making four hundred thousand dollars and up, but you're not considering the fact that it might not be income tax, but inflation is a tax. It does increase the cost of living. It decreases. The uh, your quality of life. You you don't have as much money. Your money doesn't go as far. Your dollar doesn't go as far. So what's the solution? To pass this giant bill to infuse more money into the economy and to provide more incentives not to work. That that's again just doesn't it, it doesn't it's not rational. Let's put it that way. So. Uh, anyhow, appreciate the question, which was, do you think the inflation will be as bad as it was during the Carter administration? Uh, Carter seemed seemed just helpless, hopeless, confused on it, didn't really know, why is, why is this happening? I, I get the same impression out yeah. of Biden. And if I recall, didn't he kind of blame Americans for a lot of this? Back in the day, I remember him doing the crisis of conscience. I do remember the speech where he got on national television. And again, this is back in the day before you really had cable or anything. You know, everybody had three channels, and he got on there and basically said, "You know, it, it's kind of your fault if you think about it." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pointing fingers. It's, yeah. Again, it's the eye poking rather than taking responsibility. Uh, on the ceasefire text line from the 662 region, need to talk about Zuckerberg spending $420 million on the 2020 election to put people in large blue voting states to sway the vote. Yeah, he did. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's his personal money. He can do that. What we need is to match him on the right. That's the solution to that. I don't like what he did, but I don't want to outlaw it either. If he wants to spend his personal money like that, so be it. Whether or not that truly had an impact, I don't know. I, I will say this. I don't think we'll have another election, certainly an, another presidential election, regardless of the outcome, which isn't contested by the other side. The other side will say it was stolen. The, if a Republican wins in the next cycle, the left will say it's caused that voter suppression. All those laws, we didn't get our vote out because those people that would vote for us couldn't vote. And on the right, we'll hear, that's because of all the voting fraud. (laughs) So we won't ever have another election that's not hotly contested. I'm not sure we have another one that certainly from uh, an electoral, not electoral, a popular vote perspective, isn't close again. And I know a lot of people think that Joe Biden didn't get 81 million votes. It's a plausible theory. I do believe, however, he got most of the popular vote. Uh, just because, unfortunately, people bought into his policies. They they want the largest, more people, not all of us, but there's more people, I think, that have been brainwashed into this idea that government should be their caretaker. They support this. That's why they're trying to get this bill passed. They, they believe, and to some extent, I'm not sure they're wrong, that if they get this bill passed and money starts flowing into everybody's accounts, 
that they'll fare well in the next election. It's the old money buying votes concept. I think it's effective. I don't like it, but I think it's effective. Look within our own state. We're off salivating over this $1.8 billion coming our way. Our, our state leaders are. I wish we would have never passed it. And by the way, I did look it up to the question earlier. Not a single Republican in either chamber supported that bill. The question was, did Michael guess? Not a single Republican in either chamber. But we still got it because they control it. As Boston bumps us out of this segment, we got a winner for the tickets, did we not? All right, we good did. deal. Good deal. We'll come right back with more talk. Don't forget Stephen Gagliano at 1237. Stay with us. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss Sports, brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Agricultural groups are frustrated over the lack of any new trade talks by the Biden administration, especially in Southeast Asia, as other countries now increasingly want to join the 11-country Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement for the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Pork producers, dairy farmers, corn farmers, and grape growers highlighted trade concerns Thursday in an online event led by Farmers for Free Trade. While agricultural exports are at record levels, ag groups want the Biden administration to re-engage the Pacific trade deal, once called the TPP, but now is dubbed the CPTPP. U.S. agriculture is just close to record fiscal year 2021 at the end of september with the usda projecting final sales will come in at 173 and a half billion dollars a 33.8 billion dollar increase for fiscal year 2020 
I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri-News Network. Oh, what fun! Mistletoe Marketplace. Join us November 3rd through 6th for the 41st annual Premier Holiday Shopping Experience at the Mississippi Trademark in Jackson. As you may know, each year Mistletoe Marketplace offers unique shopping and entertainment. We have special events throughout Mistletoe Marketplace that are sure to excite those young and the young at heart. Buy your tickets today to join the festivities. Funds raised through this beloved event make it possible for the Junior League of Jackson to host over 30 community projects and initiatives. Is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation focused on insurance or agriculture? Well, the short answer is both. The family of Farm Bureau companies are proud to offer our many members various insurance products, but we were established for and remain committed to our deep farm roots and our Mississippi farm families. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's get on with it. On Super Talk Mississippi. everyone middays back with you you got gerard and will filling in for rhino in the studio at least we have decent interest rates for now during the carter administration you will remember rates were 13 to 15 percent that's from dw and madison yeah actually uh it is true that that carter finally did make some changes in monetary policy uh, but the really high interest rates came in eighty, in the early eighties under President Reagan, and that's when Paul Volcker was uh, appointed, and it was it was Volcker who instituted these uh, these policies, uh, the Fed chief Paul Volcker, as a way to curb inflation. I mean, it was and it worked. I mean, inflation was running at double digit levels and. And and I remember vividly uh, President Reagan getting on national uh, primetime television, and of course back then you didn't have all the all the sophisticated and, and fancy digital presentation vehicles and, and media, and so he just had just uh, uh, charts, you know, poster boards on an easel in the Oval Office. So refreshing to have a president who actually explained in in simple terms, in layman's terms, just basic principles of uh, economics. And he he gave a televised address in July of 1981. I knew it was right 
after he had been elected, but it was 1981. I remember it. And he talked about his plans for reducing taxes, and he also talked about the pain we were about to endure to rid this inflation monster of our country, and that involved raising interest rates astronomically. And many, including myself at the time, thought, I'll never buy a home. I will never own a home. So when you went to your bank back in the day to go get a mortgage, what kind of interest rate were you looking at? Uh, 18 19%. Uh, I stood in line all night. I lived in Baton Rouge at the time because Louisiana was uh, rather flush with cash from the oil and gas industry had had been exploding, and the state of Louisiana was producing incredible surpluses. So what they did is they sold bonds to back low-interest mortgages, and they made those available through financial institutions and mortgage lenders. But there were stipulations. You had to be a first-time home buyer. You had to have a household income of less than 30000 I easily met that standard, by the way, my wife and I combined. Um, and I was a first-time home buyer, and it was ten and three quarters. And I stood in line all night. A, that was a great deal. Yeah. And the, and the other big uh, selling mechanism, uh, folks that were around back then, remember, was selling assumptions, assumable mortgages, meaning that if someone had taken out a mortgage – Uh, some time ago with much lower rates, and they were to uh, sell, they were looking to sell their house, they could also just have you assume that original mortgage at a higher rate. So when you'd see the ads for the houses, you'd see fully assumable, assumable, assumable. That was a big deal back then. And you would shop for that. So you could get like 7%. Wow. But just showing up for uh, a brand-new mortgage, originating a, a new mortgage, yeah, it's, it, and he, and nobody did it, hardly. And so what that did is that, that caused prices to come down or certainly to level out this double-digit trend of inflation because nobody could afford I mean, that's, that's the tool the Fed has. The problem with stagflation, which is what we have now, um, is that if if you were to go if the Fed were to go raise interest rates right now in the midst of a, an economy trying to come out of this pandemic where we really weren't at full capacity that would have that would do more harm than good so the main tool to combat inflation is to raise interest rates which makes it more expensive uh, to borrow money to buy things like houses and and also keep in mind not just consumers but commercial uh, organizations that seek to borrow money to invest in expansion or capital equipment and so forth. So it quells that, which causes the price of all that to come down. But that has negative economic impact because it just slows down economic activity and growth. But that's how you get rid of inflation. So they're walking a fine line on that right now. That's why everybody's waiting to see what is Biden going to do with Jerome Powell, the current um, federal uh, executive, Federal Reserve Chairman, excuse me. Lot, lot going on on that front. We're going to step aside for the Super Talk News and Fox News right now as we approach the noon hour. We got more talk and Stephen Gagliano on the program at twelve thirty-seven. Stay with. You're listening. 
listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. News. I'm Lillian Wu. A victory for the top FBI official fired by the Trump administration hours before his retirement. The Biden administration's Department of Justice in a settlement with Andrew McCabe has expunged the former FBI deputy director's firing, allowing him his full pension and benefits after his termination in 2018 by President Trump's DOJ. Fox's Jeff Manasso McCabe sued, saying he was a victim of political retaliation. The Trump administration claimed McCabe allegedly lied to investigators about releasing unauthorized information to the media regarding Hillary Clinton's use of private email servers in the Russia probe. And the Justice Department will be asking the high court to halt the Texas abortion law, which bans most abortions around six weeks. Last month, the Supreme Court allowed the law to take effect, but did so without ruling on whether it was constitutional. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. Our friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Residents in Jasper County will have a shorter commute. Four bridges near the intersection of County Roads 8 and 31 are complete. They connect Heidelberg, Oak Bowery, Blue Ridge, and other communities. The $3.8 million project took four years, and it was done without a tax increase. Two former members of the Red Bank's Volunteer Fire Department have been arrested in Marshall County for embezzlement. State Auditor Shad White announced the arrests of former Chief Mark Hanna and former Secretary Linda Mannon. According to the auditor's office, Hanna is accused of using fire department funds to purchase farm and lawn equipment for his own personal use. Mannon is accused of issuing herself over 100 checks totaling over $30,000. Both individuals face up to 20 years in prison. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. This piece of land allows us to grow row after row of corn, cotton, and soybeans. That's why as a farm family of Mississippi, we do our best to take care of this land. Water conservation, improvements in soil health, and reducing our carbon footprint all to grow the best products we can. It's just how we do things around here, providing for our family and yours, the farm families of Mississippi. 
Are you an employer looking to diversify your workforce? Hiring workers with disabilities is a win-win situation. This is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Call our business relations specialist to learn how your company can benefit from no-cost on-the-job training and receive tax credits when hiring workers with disabilities. We're a source of recruitment for pre-screened and job-ready applicants and are committed to being a valuable partner for employers. Visit our website at mdrs.ms.gov to find a business relations specialist near you. The Two Shots, One Coast incentive program is underway. A chance for vaccinated residents in Hancock, Harrison, and Jackson counties to enter to win one of the weekly $2,500 prizes. There'll also be five $10,000 grand prize winners. Ashley Edwards is president of the Gulf Coast Business Council, which is a sponsor. It's unfortunate that it's such a hot button issue because so much of it is sort of politics and biases that come into really what ought to be a medical or scientific discussion. To enter, visit Two Shots. Shots1coast.com. Mississippi Supreme Court Chief Justice Mike Randolph has issued an emergency order extending COVID safeguards in all courts. The order gives individual judges discretion to postpone jury trials scheduled through November 12th. Judges who preside over drug intervention courts are authorized to modify scheduling of drug testing and home supervision. And the order also allows for the continuation of teleconferencing, video conferencing, and electronic filing. Hobnob is back. MEC's annual Hobnob Mississippi is returning to the Mississippi Coliseum on October 28th. MEC is preparing for an in-person Hobnob as traditional political speaking will return to the stage, headlining a day full of networking and great food. Join us October 28th. To register for the event or to be a sponsor, go to MEC.MS. That's MEC.MS. You don't want to miss the fun at this year's MEC Hobnob, October 28th at the Mississippi Coliseum. This is Jake Mangum, all-time hits leader in the SEC. Two of the best decisions I've ever made were Mississippi State and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. Both teams have supported me through thick and thin. Even though my college playing days are over, I'm excited to be a part of the Farm Bureau team. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Middays rolling into the afternoon. Gerard and Will in the Super Talk Studios. Lots of uh, lots of commentary on the ceasefire text line, and we truly do appreciate all of that um, engagement. Uh, Bill and Starkville was talking about the uh, Biden speech yesterday, and says 
It was just grandstanding. I, I think it seems like all his speeches are. They lack substance. They're full of rhetoric and uh, lots of, again, lots of finger-pointing and and eye-poking and refusal to accept or acknowledge any of the problems. Now, I was unable to locate the clip, Will, but back a couple of years ago, or maybe a little further back, President Biden actually said that some of the causes for our issues could have been last year, actually, I think, uh, during the the, uh, supply chain shortages that we experienced during COVID. He said it was a lack of leadership, just a lack of leadership. Well, what about today? No, not today. It's that private sector. You see the problem, the inconsistency? I just don't think people like that. I mean, effective leaders, they are consistent. They don't waver. They don't jockey. They don't posture. They don't just say whatever makes sense for the audience, for the time. You don't gain respect that way. You've got to be consistent. You've got to be able to think on your feet. You've got to tell the truth. You have to acknowledge when you are the cause of a problem. And you've got to articulate your solutions to those problems. We just don't have that. That seems to be sorely lacking across our political spectrum. Because it's all measured, every action, every word, on the basis of the next election cycle. And the way everything, of course, is instantly, indelibly recorded, ask John Gruden (laughs) about that. You don't say anything that anymore that, that, that where you might take responsibility. That's terrible for fear that your political foes will use it against you. See, they admitted they made a mistake here. Well, because they're honest. Both sides, I think, need to acknowledge that and be wise to the value of that. It's the first step to solving any problem. Personal problem is taking stock of the root cause, often which is yourself. Look in the mirror. We don't ever do that. It just doesn't seem to me. we got the mirror behind our heads. And all you have to do is look at this administration and and the the myriad of problems and how they've mounted and piled up and accumulated in a short nine, ten months and see that that's what's going on. Not me, not me, not me. And if you say anything to someone on the left about, about the president, even for just strictly from a policy perspective, and we certainly here try to focus on, on policy matters and debate policy, and not so much the, uh, the personality, other than in the case of the president, personality as a leader is integrated within the policy. You, you can't – you have to sell your ideas. You're a salesperson at the end of the day. And if you can't do that effectively, then you can't lead. You can't get people to follow you. And, and when they're constantly suspicious, I don't know. Last time he told us this, 
Afghanistan's not going to be a Saigon. And like, how many times you got to do that before people start saying, I'm not sure I'm buying into that, anything that says. So that's, that becomes a character problem. And people of questionable or low character, they may be able to lead for a while, but ultimately it catches up with them. It just does. It's just, just human nature just comes around. And I think that's what we have going on here. So poll after poll reveals that inflation right now, number one problem. Yet you just don't see a lot of talk about it. You don't see anything coming out of this president with respect to that. And there's a refusal to accept that this gigantic budget bill that they want to pass would do further would further exacerbate the inflation problem and I think would actually cause even more of the unemployed, of those on the sidelines, to stay on the sidelines. I don't know how they're living. I don't get it, honestly. I, I, where's the money coming from? Did they accumulate these stimulus payments? Are they living in states where they're still getting these, this high level of unemployment? You don't get a lot here in Mississippi. It's 235 a week, I think it's the maximum. Where, where the, how are they living? Where's it coming from? I want somebody to tell me. It's unemployed. that it just says, I'm not going back to work. I I can't. I scratch my head like, what happened to that? And it just seems like that in this administration, we're more concerned about, I don't know, all this woke stuff. And now there's an executive order that I think was passed yesterday, or maybe it's being considered that would put more emphasis on what's called ESG, that is in environmental, social, and governance, and it's it's an acronym essentially ESG. And so you've got the federal government and even the private sector who's who's I guess focusing more on that than they are solving problems, performing, producing a profit. So now what the government wants to do is get involved and make it possible or make it required for investment funds, especially those that are invested in um, by retirement plans, to disclose the ESG initiatives uh, by the companies in the fund. So you have to basically tell them that you are doing these... Yes. You, You can describe it better than I can. Yes, These, uh, programs that all the employees for this certain company has to go through, telling them how terrible America is, and that would actually be under the S. The, That's the S part. Yeah, of it. What is the S- social ESG again? Uh, environmental, social, and governance. So uh, I can uh, give me a second here. I can tell you exactly what uh, those. Those precepts are, from an environmental perspective, it would be waste and pollution, resource depletion, greenhouse gas emission, deforestation, climate change, social, employee relations and diversity, working conditions, local communities, health and safety, conflict, governance, tax strategy, executive remuneration, donations and political lobbying, corruption and bribery, board diversity and structure. So they want to include detailed discussions and reports like uh, objective, not just subjective, objective reports 
uh, as, as part of their annual report package, and they want all of that to be included and in, in all the details about a company and available to investors, and in particular to pension funds that are investing uh, in, say, ETFs and mutual funds and so forth, so that they understand the underlying companies. When, when Look, I've got a good friend that's a CEO, CFO of a public company who told me this week that he gets constant letters from shareholders wanting to know, what are we doing about diversity and inclusion? That's more important to them than, hey, are we making any money? Are we, gonna, are we a going concern? Are we a sustainable entity from a business perspective? It's, that's secondary now. Every company is doing it. Every company. Last night, I saw this. Ben Shapiro talked about this. Walmart has launched a critical race theory training program that denounces the United States as a, quote, white supremacy system and teaches white hourly wage workers that they are guilty of, quote, white supremacy thinking and internalized racial superiority. I'm sick of it. Walmart. Sick of it. And we've talked about it before. Uh, CVS, Verizon, American all Express, of all, all of them. them. Every major company in this country. They, they have uh, some sort of DE&I uh, programs going on. The, the really sickening part of it is that they're paying outside third-party consultants for this, and they're paying a fortune. A fortune. These people are getting filthy rich on the grievance industry. That's just wrong. Man. The market will sort all that out. They just don't believe in the market, and that's what bothers me. We'll take a break right here. we got more talk than Stephen Gagliano at 1237. We'll do a recap of the news and talk about sports tonight across the gridiron. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, R.J. Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. R.J. Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. Since 2020, we've invested over $2 million through grants and donations to support Mississippi communities. From rural nursing scholarships to the state's first prescription food program, this is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. 
and it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. Who said food? Who said rides? Who said free parking? I say Yazoo County Fair. The most beloved tradition of Yazoo is back. The Yazoo County Fair is celebrating its 93rd fair with a whole week of entertainment and fun. From October 15th through October 23rd, enjoy all rides for one price. Plus, arts and crafts, local canyon exhibits, petting zoo, and other fair favorites included in your general admission. Parking is free, so we hope to see you at Hugh J. McGraw Drive. Find all the details on Facebook or go to visityazoo.org. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our show on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. That's actually the best part of uh, the whole song there, the ending. Yes, it is. Uh, because right when that's done, uh, we see the guitar getting exploded into a billion pieces. Uh, you know what I'm talking about there? Pete Townsend? I do. Uh, there's video of it out there, too. I mean, <laughs> well, that... Kind of last little riff is playing. <laughs> Pulls that guitar off and starts just beating it into the stage and everything else. The amps, the the mic stands, <laughs> exploding it. It's awesome. That's his trademark, though. That's what he's known for. Yeah, I remember a story uh, about Keith Moon uh, setting off some explosive in his his bass <laughs> drum. You know, <laughs> went off, but it went off too early. And so it 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 uh it caused him to lose his hearing temporarily. I didn't know that. And so this was during a concert, huh? And they had to continue on with the concert. They're up in front of everybody, and they literally put out a call and to the crowd and said, "Hey, does anybody know how to play drums?" And some <laughs> kid gets up there and plays drums for the rest of the concert. 
Oh, wow. He just, he, I don't know how good he was, but he knew, you know, the licks and got up there and played for the rest of the concert because Keith Moon's hearing was gone. <laughs> that is awesome. The, the, the explosive went off too early. <laughs> that is awesome. What a dream that would be. I know. To be invited up to the stage. <laughs> I know. Literally, was the who? Who's going to play drums? <laughs> I love it. By the this is Jason on the uh, ceasefire tax line. By the way, I missed it. What's with the trees in the urban areas and the three point five trillion dollar hippie bill? Why wouldn't they just give a few bucks and tree seeds or saplings to all these marching activists to plant? They actually are. That's the idea, Jason. Is they're funding saplings to be planted? Trees in urban areas is a great idea. The federal government in control of it is not. Yeah, it's. It's $3.5 trillion, I should say, incorporated in this bill. is $3 billion for tree equity, and it is an outlay specifically for planting saplings, okay? And it's in the areas where it is believed that there are, are not an equal or an equitable amount of trees to provide beauty and canopy. And, of course, those are in... Uh, those communities that are inhabited by the marginalized population. Uh, There's also, by the way, $25 million in this bill for anti-discrimination and bias training just in the health care industry. See, the problem is there are never any measurements of the results of any of this spending by the government. You never see that. When you bring in a I'm, you tell me, when you bring in a consultant that helps you with shipping, for example, you can, you know, oh, we shipped 28% more product this month because we brought in this consultant. It's called ROI, return on investment. Right. And and I can tell you being the consultant. If you cannot prove that that you can uh, you do a cost-benefit analysis, essentially, and if you can't show and then ultimately prove once the systems you've designed and implemented uh, are completed, uh, if you can't show that they produced value, financial value, then you don't get hired again is the way it works. And, and there are some who have proposed, think about this, outcome-based, outcome-based, uh, compensation. There, then there are some companies you've probably seen advertisements for them where uh, their contracts basically stipulate that you don't pay them anything until they achieve whatever the objectives are, and then they get paid some portion of that. And, and the, so there are. Th- this is why a lot of uh, IT has kind of transitioned to a subscription-based model. Rather than you just buying all this stuff up for all these assets up front and hoping it does something for you, you, you pay on a subscription basis, and and usually there are no term or no long term commitments on that. And if it ain't working, you just stop it, stop paying for it, and that that will drive the provider to ensure that what they're offering and what they're selling is producing value. But in government, let's get back to that. That's the problem. We're going to do this, what did I say, uh, $25 million. I guess that ain't a lot of money 
in the scheme of things, but for anti-discrimination and bias training. I want to know, I want to hear the names I would like to hear, I should say, names, examples of, of, like in Walmart, what you just described. How many people really do change? I mean, what, what occurs that benefits their employees, their customers, society, the company, what is the goal? That's what I I struggle with. What are you trying to achieve here? The solution, according to these documents that have been leaked about Walmart and their anti-racist training that they're implementing, the solution, according to Walmart, is to encourage whites to participate in, quote, white anti-racist development, accept their, quote, guilt and shame, Adopt the idea that white is not right, acknowledge their racism, and move towards, quote, collective action whereby white can do right. Well, first, anytime I hear the word... Explain that to me. Yeah, anytime I hear the word collective, I immediately dismiss it as horse hockey because collective, in my view, equals communism. And all this stuff is about grouping. Right, so we're grouping the white people into the oppressor group, and we group all the minority people into the oppressed group. I don't think either group really appreciates that. And again, there's nothing in that statement you just read that that delivers any kind of message of what the value proposition is. As a business person, I'm always concerned about what is the value proposition. What value? I mean, so... If I'm a white person, I say, okay, yeah, I'm a white supremacist. I'm I'm just naturally, inherently racist. What problem does that solve? Okay, good, I got that down. Next, oh, I mean, does that does that make us healthier? Does that make us richer? Does that does that improve the quality of life? I, that should be the goal, without regard to all that other stuff. All those ancillary issues. Your job, Walmart, your job is to sell stuff, to provide the necessities of life, and then some. And your value proposition always is and has been. It's one big place with a lot of stuff in it that because of their systems and their and their volume purchasing and their very sophisticated supply chain mechanisms, they're able to Undercut everybody else, right? We sell for less. Has that not been their slogan for as long as I can remember? And if you go read anything about Sam Walton, who, by the way, started his career in retail at J.C. Penney's, did you know that? Mm-hmm. And they fired him and told him, you never have a career in retail. <laughs> you got no chance. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Um, but... That that has really been their their value proposition. That is that has been their distinction. How does any of this serve that objective? Serve that mission? That's their mission. We sell for less. I'm with you. I see it. I agree. If I didn't, I wouldn't go in there. And everybody else, what do they got? Like five hundred thousand employees or something? I think. This has not been rolled out to every employee. Uh, Walmart launched the program, um, and it has already trained more than a thousand employees according oh to this gosh. on the core principles of critical race theory, including intersectionality. Oh, that's Rhino's favorite. <laughs> intersectionality, <laughs> internalized racial oppression, and and quote and white anti-racist development. <laughs> 
I just don't see what problem is being solved. Somebody's got to help me. Look, one of my friends texted in and says, I'll never shop at Walmart again, nor Subway, nor Target, nor Dick's. You, you run you, out you, of you run, That's exactly right. There's nothing left. There's nothing left. You might as well get off your cell phone, too. Yep. Same deal. Because... There are lots of things that are involved in just delivering that text message. There are lots of companies that make products and services that are integrated into just that simple digital exchange. And all of them have these programs. It's ridiculous. Let's just get back to doing good, uh, producing goods and services. We'll come right back after this break. Stephen Gagliano is going to join us and talk about the news. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly cloudy conditions, high near 85. Tonight, a 40% chance of rain under mostly cloudy conditions, high near 53. Your Saturday, sunny skies and a beautiful day on tap, high near 70 degrees. And for your Sunday, sunny conditions, high near 71. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Christopher Slowinski is an artist and a genius. Christopher invented the incomparable Chris Cut Lemoore Diamond, one of the most beautiful, most awarded diamonds ever created. The distinctively brilliant Lemoore Chris Cut Diamond faces up 50% larger than a traditional oval diamond of the same weight. So you get a much bigger look for your money, and bigger is always better. Come experience for yourself the Lemoore Diamond and our entire collections of Chris Cut Lemoore rings, necklaces, bracelets, and earrings. As the ultimate diamond engagement ring, it's spectacular. Let us help you create a one-of-a-kind Lemoore diamond engagement ring that fits your style and budget. Come to Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With 10 times the diamonds you'll find in average jewelry stores. The guaranteed best price in the state. And Mississippi's exclusive Christopher Designs store. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and junikerjewelry.com. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. 
I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Residents in Jasper County will have a shorter commute. Four bridges near the intersection of County Roads 8 and 31 are complete. They connect Heidelberg, Oak Bowery, Blue Ridge, and other communities. The $3.8 million project took four years, and it was done without a tax increase. Two former members of the Red Bank's Volunteer Fire Department have been arrested in Marshall County for embezzlement. State Auditor Shad White announced the arrests of former Chief Mark Hanna and former Secretary Linda Mannon. According to the auditor's office, Hanna is accused of using fire department funds to purchase farm and lawn equipment for his own personal use. Mannon is accused of issuing herself over 100 checks totaling over $30,000. Both individuals face up to 20 years in prison. For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. A message from professional linebacker and native Mississippian, Demario Davis. Coming up in Mississippi, I learned the Mississippi way. To be strong and serve one another. I remember fighting through the noise. I remember the struggle. Getting stronger to support my team. That's the Mississippi way. That's why Mississippians are getting the COVID-19 vaccine. To protect ourselves and the ones we love. Learn more at msway.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details. And don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. From the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here. With Super Talk Mississippi News, what happens, why does it happen, and how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Today, with a little bit more Boston, that's from the all-head request line. I have to admit I made that request. Thank you for accommodating, Will. (laughs) That'll get you fired up. For sure it will. So joining us now right here in the Super Talk studios, Stephen Gagliano, the news director of Super Talk News, and of course the host of the High School Scoreboard Show. All right, Stephen, what's happening uh, this past week from across the great state of Mississippi? You got anything to share with us? Well, uh, as you know, it's been a uh, another back-and-forth week for will there, won't there be a special session. I feel like that has consumed almost my last full month here. Uh, <laughs> every day it seems like someone says, we're getting close, and then someone else says, no, we're not close. So 
if they can hurry up and do that, that would make my life a whole lot easier and uh, and stop having to go back and forth with all this. So that's really been, I guess, the main news story of the week. And then, of course, you know, there's there's things that happen around that. You've also got inflation everywhere, and that's been a big topic. You've got, uh, obviously, the supply chain issues that continue across the state are uh, – one of our reporters on the coast, uh, Kelly Bennett, spoke with people at the Port of Gulfport, however, and they did tell her that they're not necessarily experiencing any of the same issues that uh, that they have out there in California. So yet another example of, uh, of things going so wonderfully out in California. But, uh, you know, here in Mississippi, we're handling it a lot better, of course. It seems so, at least at this point. And, and of course, there uh, is, it has been... Uh, discovered that there are some limitations at the at the port and there in LA where owner operators of rigs are not allowed to ship goods uh, because they require you to be in a union. Right. So uh, that's a problem. And then there's some other uh, standards with respect to any vehicles that uh, trucks that were manufactured prior to 2011, and that's causing problems. So again, self-inflicted sorts of situations. Now that hasn't been a problem until uh, of late. But when you're when the chips are down and you've got a shortage of drivers and trucks and so forth, maybe we need to get a little creative and sort of relax some of those crazy standards. But yep. I think they've they've almost regulated themselves into this problem in a yeah. lot of ways. So. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, I think that's totally right. So, yeah, with respect to the medical marijuana program, uh, I've, I've had a couple of conversations with uh, Lee Yancey, uh, Representative Lee Yancey from the House of Representatives, and he, of course, has been carrying uh, the ball for the House on the House side, Senator Kevin Blackwell on the Senate side. And last we heard from the governor was sooner rather than later. I think it was two weeks ago, though, right? Right, and then... The other day, that changed, apparently, to now they're squabbling about THC content and the amount of marijuana that one person can get. Uh, you have lawmakers saying that's kind of an industry standard. Which yeah. in, the, in the proposal that everyone has now been able to see, it, it was 3.5 grams of, like, you know, what you know to be marijuana, just the, the actual flower of it yep. uh, in, a, in a month span. So I don't know where the or when this really started as far as a, a sticking point. Uh, so there's that, and then like I said, the THC content. Those appear to appear to be the two biggest things right now that are kind of holding things up. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I, I also heard that uh, he had some concerns about the uh, prohibition of a treatment center. Uh, from from uh, being established within a certain distance uh, from uh, churches, mm. and there's some concerns there, and I think there's a provision that would allow a church to kind of waive that, such that a a, a treatment center could be hmm. established and and um, put up closer than that or within that thousand feet limitation and he he has some concerns about that there was also the the amendment that i believe was already made to it and i I believe representative yancey uh said that on here the other day uh regarding the tax incentives that that those would not be available for whether it's a retailer or other business that comes here because of the medical marijuana proposal so really a lot I guess remains in flux with all of this, and of course you've still got the the opposition by the ag commissioner to his agency being yep. involved at all. 
Uh, I don't know what conversations have gone on between them to hopefully quell those to allow this to move forward. So really, it seems like there's a lot of outstanding questions before any movement is uh, is seen there. The governor's also expressed concerns about the eight-hour training program that uh, a bud tender is what I think it's called, a, a technical term for it, would have to go through, undergo, in order to, I guess, be certified to dispense Mm-hmm. So it's got some concerns about that and concerns about the uh, lack of law enforcement being involved in the administration of the program. So it it just kind of feels like there's some objections there. There's some hurdles to to get across that uh, to get the governor on board. Yep. And, and uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure if they're going to get there. Right. And, you know, it's, it's mid-October now. I remember yeah. we had conversations about this. Toward the end of August, and, and me personally, I was kind of wondering, is it worth it at this point to to get everyone back to the Capitol, try to do this, and, you know, get this done when the regular session is just a few months away? Now, it's mid-October. You've only got November and December, and then everyone's coming back anyway. So at this point, to me, it almost feels like, from a taxpayer dollar standpoint, is it not just better off waiting until January? But yeah. it's not up to me. Yeah. <laughs> Although well, I, I know that a lot of people out there would like to see this done right now because people people opted to pass this last November, and you know people are waiting for that uh, to come to fruition. Well, I think one concern is if we waited until the regular session to get this done, and and you, and you have this program implemented, you, you've got precious little time to make any sort of adjustments that you need to make during the session. If you were to do something now in a special session and you you, you see as it is implemented there are some adjustments and fine-tuning required, they can address that in the regular session as opposed to being consumed with it for the duration it would probably be of the regular session. Especially with all the other things that have to go exactly. on during the session. Lots of other things there need the government needs to address as well. So yep. I don't know. It, uh, it just feels like we're not going to get anything for a while. That's right. what it feels like. That, that, you know, Don't take me to the bank on that. <laughs> I'm just sharing my sort of personal gut feeling. Yeah, I got nothing that that (laughs) says. Oh, the governor said this, that, or no. It's just a gut feeling, right? Yeah, and I'm that's kind of where I am at with it as well. You know, you hear so many different times. Like I said, people are saying yes, we're close, but you can only hear that so many times before it has kind of a a diminishing effect. Yeah. All right. So, uh, what about Medicaid expansion? You know, we had Senator Chad McMahon on uh, in the studio, or he may have called in. I'm not sure. I think he was in the studio. He was in with, the studio with yep. Paul, right? Earlier this week, I caught the interview, and uh, he's talking about being open to a discussion and a debate on expanding Medicaid here in the state of Mississippi. And he he also described it as a, a program that's really not welfare. He said that when he was being interviewed by Paul. Yeah, and I think there's there's starting to become not this divide, but I think there are people that that recognize the benefits of it that are trying to find ways around calling it an expansion of Medicaid or an expansion of Obamacare. Yeah. I think there are terms especially in a kind of a politically charged environment like we're in. Yep. I think people try to avoid certain terms and phrases, but they recognize that there are, are a lot of people out there that need health care that can't necessarily yeah. afford it. In today's day and age, uh, some employers don't offer it because they can't afford it. So 
I, I do think that you're starting to see more of a discussion in Mississippi than you have in years past, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. You know, not to say I'm vocally supportive of Medicaid expansion. I just think the conversation right. needs to be had with right. people that are smarter than me that actually really understand the ins and outs of it, kind of ironing out those details. I think – I feel like it is uh, a good bet that there will be some discussion and debate about it. I think it's going to come up as an issue. There's likely to be bills dropped. And and so I think we're going to see that as a front and center issue yep. that, that will uh, – be deliberated. Yeah, and, and uh, coming out of a – I say coming out of – hopefully coming out of a pandemic. I think it's something that everyone recognizes now, if they didn't before, how important it is for everyone that needs to be covered to get that coverage. Yeah. All right. Uh, before you go, we got a lot of action on the gridiron tonight. What we do, do we need to know about? Yeah, so tonight I, I think is kind of a chance for, for some teams to really gain the inside track on winning their respective regions or at least hanging tough in, in playoff spots. You've got Tupelo and Madison Central. Madison Central uh, lost to Starkville, bounced back against Clinton, needing a big win. Tupelo lost two in a row. Uh, Oxford and Clinton meeting, Germantown at Grenada. Uh, down in 4A, you've got Louisville and West Lauderdale. That's a matchup, like I mentioned, could decide their region. 3A, Clarkdale at Enterprise Clark, who's 7-0. and Both of them are undefeated in Region 5 of 3A, and the winner could be on track to win that one. So a lot wow. of big matchups tonight. Yeah, there are a lot of stuff, and we'll look forward to catching all the action on the high school, the recap, the high school scoreboard show. What time does that come on? 10 o'clock. I thought it was 10. 10 to 11.30. I heard you before. You do a great job with that. Appreciate you coming in today, Stephen. Thank you very much. We got the final segment coming up here on Middays. Man, where did the time go? Already out of time. Will spinning the great tunes in there. We'll be right back. Stay with us. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Catherine Carter Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. The Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let the Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Last-minute needs for a party? We have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations and gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at The Rogue Serving Mississippians. 
If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Jones Sign Company would like to salute all healthcare and first responders for putting your life on the line to help so many. You are the true heroes. Johnny Jones and the crew salute you. Thank you from Jones Sign Company. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Trustmark checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Oh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus checking. It has identity theft protection too. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning six to nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson ninety-seven point three. That keeps Mississippi talking. We're rolling. Hit it. Go. Play it. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Middays, more Boston bumping us into this. Set. Also from the original album, yeah, the debut album. Tell Just you. another great tune. Oh my gosh! So uh, this is interesting that uh, Chris and Summit sends in uh, a copy, a screenshot of an email that apparently, I guess, Chris went out to. It says, "Please forward to all employees so everyone is aware." of this EBT 
card program. And this came from the North Pike School District. You see that? Well, mm-hmm. so this this is interesting. So it is true that there was some enhance were some enhancements made to the SNAP program as part of the pandemic. And uh, but this seems to indicate it says all students who attended NP last school year. I'm not sure what that stands for. What does that stand North for? Pike. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. My bad. I didn't put the two and two together. Thank you. But, uh, every student qualifies for the card? Every student? That means every student meets the income eligibility requirements to qualify for SNAP? Wow. For food stamps? And it even has it uh, below there in the email in, in uh, bold. All NP students qualify. I don't know. I got to look into that. Got to figure out about that. Figure out what's going so it, on. It there. says they're understanding this is only for food items down there below. Well, it's just EBT f- yep. under the SNAP program, and and which is the supplemental nutrition. But even Mandy Gunasakara said that her children didn't she say that that her children are getting free meals? Well, that's free meals at school. That's different than, than oh, food oh, oh, stamps oh. on an EBT car. We go to the grocery store and get food paid for wow. by the government. That's different. Yeah. So, and the free meals at school, that too was part of, you know, extra pandemic funds. But think of the craziness of that. This is why I said earlier we should have never passed that bill because that's all part of it. Because there's folks, generally speaking, in, in the Oxford School District, uh, such as Mandy and her family, they don't. They can pay for their kids' lunches. I, she'd be happy to, I'm quite sure. But no, the government says you're going to take this whether you want it or not. Which, wow. by the way, Biden is doing another freaking live press conference. He's in Hartford, Connecticut, and you know what he's saying is the way to solve the supply crisis problem. Passing his spending bill. Of course. That's the solution to everything. I, we could achieve immortality, I guess, <laughs> if we pass the spending bill. We'll be walking on water. That girl you wanted to date in high school, she'll come back to you if we pass this bill. Oh, my gosh. Charles and Summerall says it's only the students on free and reduced lunch program. It's supposed to be. I agree with you. Um, but... This email we just read, Charles, from Chris and Summit, says that email we read, I mean, he sent a screenshot, says, and I'm quoting, all NP students qualify. There are no caveats or eligibility criteria or footnotes or parenthetical expressions. That's the, So I don't know. It seems weird. Hmm, mm-mm. Tim and McGee says, I don't smoke it myself, talking about marijuana, but the people voted for it, so they better pass something or a lot of the legislators will go back to their old jobs. You know, I hear you, Tim, but reports are from those who were representing the respective chambers in the Capitol, that would be Representative Yancey in the House and Senator Blackwell in the Senate, say they're ready to go. They got a draft. They got a bill. They sent it to the governor few weeks ago, and he came back and says, I still have issues with this, this, this. I think this is the second iteration of issues that the governor had, that he sent back said, hey, let's get this corrected or adjusted, and I'm ready to go. So 
I don't. I'm not sure what's driving it, but uh, evidently they're not on the same page yet. And if, until they get on the same page, because it takes both chambers, the way our government works, both chambers and the governor got to sign off on it to enact it into law. And we don't seem to be there yet. So, oh, geez, I don't know. Huh, Snap, our district used their pandemic funds from last year to pay for school food for the students, but nothing like that. Again, the, the Snap enhancements are a separate program the money that went to schools so uh, they shouldn't be co-mingled here it's, it's, it's a weird situation try to find out more we can I didn't get to it today but under the Trump tax cuts revenues are at a 44 year high to the federal government think about that they're higher than they were before the law was passed We don't need Joe Biden's agenda. Get the hell out of the way. We are done today. Time for the weekend, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. Back with you Monday. Stay safe and God bless. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.